Hello. How you doing, Shay? How you doing? You all right? Yes, you can hear me okay, Ben? I can hear you fantastically. I just I did a very elongated hello there and I was about almost in copyright infringement to yo, so I thought I best stop there before I get sued by no. Adam Sacked and Patrick, you know. Right. Cuz they probably that. would. They definitely would. They're very litigious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yes, very. Thank you for joining. Thanks to people in the chat for also being here. I look forward to it. And um, should we get started by just like introduce yourself and we can take it from there? Does that sound okay for you? Yes. Yes. Thank you for inviting me, first of all, and nice to meet you. We've never met before, so very <laughs> happy to be here. Um, so I'm Stephanie Bruno. My intro, I don't have it down yet, so who knows where this is going to go. Um, let's see. So I'm joining you from sunny Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. As you can see, I don't know the last time we saw blue sky or sun, actually. Um, I am one half of the data witches with my friend Shannon Lindsay. I think she's here in chat. Um, we it. have a blog. We like to present together. Um, I'm also a BI architect with um, a partner of Microsoft, Fabric Partner, um, called iLink Digital. Okay. I've been there for about seven months. Um, yeah, nice. that's, that's the quick overview. That's a good quick overview. Efficient, gets to the point. I like it very much. <laughs> How, I'm curious about data witches because I, I spoke to Shannon maybe like a year ago, maybe a while ago. Okay. What's how did data witches start? What was the what was the the essence of data witches? Is it because you oh, just is it like fun. data witchcraft, like just kind of doing cool stuff with data or it is. And that name came uh right before the pandemic. Shannon and I were presenting um at, I forget which event, but it was it was literally right before like a week later lockdown started. Um and we were presenting a session, I think on optimizing a Power BI model. Mm. And in the session, we demoed uh, the Field Finder, which is a little tool that I created. I have it on the GitHub repo. Okay. The tool is there to help you, you know, your data model can get kind of out of control. You get fields that maybe you don't need, measures that aren't being used. You're trying mm -hmm. to clean it up, mm. but you don't want to take things out because what if you break your reports, right? Yeah. If you take out something that's being used, your visuals are going to break. Yeah. Uh, so the yeah. field finder goes through the report layout finder file and it tells you which fields are being used and where. Okay. So that cool. can give you, yeah, yeah. So That's that can give you a quick, it is helpful. Um, I also recently updated it. So now you can analyze multiple files because, you know, in a perfect world, we would have multiple reports using one data set. Yeah. So that's right. there. Yeah, so, that's the goal. But right. back to your question, which was, so anyway, we're demoing it, and someone um, attending said, what kind of witchcraft is this? Nice. So that is where we decided, all right, that's what we like to do. We like to do some data witchcraft. I like that a lot. Makes a lot of sense. It's the origin story for data yeah. witches. <laughs> <laughs> I was, sorry, and, and you, you got me thinking about something I was working on today. So like, do you know how there's like loads of little things? I mean, that's unfair to say loads of little things, but some little things when you're working with Power BI, you're like, this is really annoying and how does it not get mentioned more often? One mm -hmm. of my things, sorry, just so you know, I'm not sure if you hear my dog is going crazy right now because my wife just got back. I do, but it's not bad. And you'll yeah, hear mine too. Yeah. Um, do you know when you like, you're looking at your data model in Power BI desktop and you click on the name of a table and it kind of like highlights it so you can see which one it was or which one it is. But it's like the worst form of highlighting ever. Like you're really, it's very, very difficult to see. If you have like a very complex data model, for example, you get like 25, 30 tables. And you're trying to say, I don't want to look at this table, but I don't know where it is. I find it really hard to find the individual tables. Oh, oh, oh you mean when you're looking at the relationship view and you right. click on the table over in the list of tables. Right, right, right. It doesn't really pop right up. It it kind of oh, gives us this really like sad little gray outline that is very difficult to see. <laughs> um, Maybe I have not worked on models with 25 or 30 tables recently because I just don't remember that experience. Yeah, maybe it, I mean, maybe maybe I shouldn't be doing that, but it definitely it happens when you're actually looking at these these models. And I was like, where is it? Where is it? And I'm like, if you're going to highlight it, highlight it properly, you know, just give it some kind of like, I know I'm a little bit obsessed with orange too much, perhaps, but you know, some kind of like color that we can really see like humans there. Yeah. Anyway. Or maybe you want to use the field finder and really scale back your model. Oh, the field. There you go. 
that would be a good a good thing as well <laughs> oh my god too many fields and models always good fun anyway that was my first little random thing from what right, i'm sure we'll have more yeah, yeah. love to hear more about the little things that bug us and a general rule about this live stream is that if someone agrees with me i always bring it up because that's how ego like that's how like I need my ego to be to be stroked like that, you know. If someone agrees, I'm just going to put it on the screen. It doesn't matter what it's about. It's right there, you know. Oh, um, I love how you can do that. That's great. I have the power, so <laughs> so why not? But to be you fair, you shared that power with me, have you? Uh, no, but if you let me know in our private chat, I'll bring it on <laughs> for sure. <laughs> anyway, we have. Do you see, you have dogs as well, by the way. Yeah, I have one dog. Yeah, nice one dog. He's he's a he's a beast. Yeah, what's up, dog? Is he's that? a beast, and he's a he's a mutt. He's a really ter terrible combination of a Jack Russell Terrier, so yippee. And yeah, yeah, I got also it. Also, likes to try to herd the kids and their friends through the house by nipping at their feet. And uh, Australian cattle dog. Oh wow, nice. Uh, so he's got a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah, we didn't realize this when we brought him home. <laughs> and ten years later, he yeah. hasn't calmed down one single no. bit. No, no, he won't. Yeah. Refuse to. <laughs> Downstairs, I have the the dachshund and the dachshund, yeah, the the, the little sausage dog, you know, and uh -huh. who is crazy loud. Short little legs. Short little legs, long body, very excited. Yeah. And when he gets very excited, he can't control his urination, which is just. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Which is why if we get home, like my my wife was away for a couple of weeks, and when she got home, we had to like let the dog say goodbye, eh, sorry, um, say hello to her outside the house. Because otherwise it would have sure. just been like an absolute. And this one here, you can see from the corner, is very excited because my wife is home and he just will not leave me alone. Aww. So <laughs> she won't. At least leave you me. know how to manage it. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Anyway, so I'll try and get back to you in the the data rather than oh. the, my dogs. No, that's fine. The dogs. We can talk about the dogs. Oh, the dog is not called Dax. I dog don't have is... a Dax dog. No, no. I think no. I, I think Chris Wagner. His his dog is called Dax, I think right? So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my dog is called Fife, uh, after Fife Dog from I think a tribe called Quest. Okay, yeah, he ah, came with that name, so okay. it took us a while to figure out why he was named that, but I think that's why. I thought it was like maybe after some the the um the Scottish Fife city or region it's or something. P I F E, and ah, I, I P think that's what he called himself. P F. I oh, like like whistle in German, Fifen. Maybe there you go. So, so, so. <laughs> I don't know German. I did study it in college. It's all gone. Yeah, oh. it's, like, it's like me in French. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I noticed yeah. that it's just if I had to learn any language, I would have to replace like the, the previous language. I took French for like six years in school. Don't speak a word of it. And then because I just don't, because as soon as I start learning German, I had to replace it all. Um, so uh -huh. it's quite, right. quite embarrassing that way, but that's just the way it goes. <laughs> I think in, in a pinch, you would be able to yeah. uh, pull it back out if you needed to, I'm sure. Je beat a Whitley Bay. It's pretty much all I can. I live in Whitley Bay. That's pretty much all I've got going on. And I don't even live in Whitley Bay anymore. I live in Berlin. So that's not the best thing in the world. What are you going to do? I feel like I could ask you a plenty of questions, but oh, yeah, maybe no. that's not what we're here for. I'm like, no, why it's... are you in Berlin? I just liked it. I just moved here, you know? I just really? back, back in the day where I, I was, I, my country was a member of the European Union. I could just move wherever I wanted in Europe, right? I could just, I'm going to go mm -hmm. there. So I went there, I went here, I should say, and I just refused to leave because I quite liked it. Um, <laughs> but the weird thing is now, I, if I wanted to live in another European country, I, I can't because I only have the legal right to live in Germany now because I'm not European anymore um, because of Brexit, of course. And then if I want to live in another country, I first have to get a German passport so I can leave Germany. Because if I get a German passport, then I'm European again, and then I can live wherever I want. So to leave okay. Germany, I have to become German. It's really strange. Um, it's very are confusing. you planning to do that? I wouldn't mind at some point. I mean, I've been in Germany like 20 years now, you know? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I moved here when I was like, I don't know, like probably just before, it was like 2004-ish. I moved here uh -huh. um so we'll see at some point not right now you know kids and stuff and school yeah, and i know i know yeah. yeah that's why i'm still in pittsburgh and i saw donald in the chat mentioned um michigan and that's where i'm originally from so i continue to just move to gray places but the plan is once the kids are no longer living here then mm. i can go to a sunny place well 
in the US, you can go and work in like Portugal and stuff now, right? I mean, isn't this thing where people people from the US are going to like work remote in Portugal and this is I'm, I'm a... I need to look into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I That's haven't nice. looked into it because you know, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, but, but I will. I will once they're bigger. Yeah, exactly. Just like when they finish school and when they kind of don't really need us around all the time, then okay, then you can go to university and do your thing and I'm going to go somewhere sunny or in my in my case, somewhere cold, I've got to say, but there you go. Really? Yeah. Because you're into the skiing. Like Shannon, I saw in the chat, you said something about the ski trip looks good. I saw that. So Shannon said she'd gone skiing, which I find really interesting because I find the concept of skiing interesting, but I've never done it because... Where I where I'm from, on like northeast England, no one really goes skiing because there's no snow in the UK. There's a little bit in Scotland. So generally, from my perspective, that it was only the really wealthy people who went skiing because they could afford it. They go to fly and stay on all these places because it's expensive in the UK because there's no snow. Um, I just like playing with snow. I'm just like a child essentially. I like building snowmen and digging holes and just seeing it all picturesque. I wouldn't mind going cross country skiing. That could be quite cool. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Oh, we'll that see. is. We do that a lot around here. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. In fact, pandemic, that was kind of what kept us. No uh, way. Kept our sanity. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like to take a walk every day, you know, get yeah. out, get away from my computer and, and take a walk. But mm -hmm. um, where we were, I don't know, we didn't have great trails except for cross-country skiing. That's so awesome. um, every day at lunchtime, I would put on my cross-country skis wow. and go out for an hour. It was yeah, it was great. That's amazing. That must have kept you really fit because I've heard it's quite the exercise. It is. It is. It's amazing how hot you get doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So you would love it. You should. You should definitely give it a try. I would say. Go. I'd probably say I need it more than I would love it. The exercise would come in handy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, <laughs> I was pulling my kids home from school on the um, what's it called the the the, the sled this mm -hmm. thing but on the on the sled and it's like i don't know like a 10 minute walk from the school and i had my daughter and my son both and i was pulling it back oh my god by the time i got home i was like did not need a coat didn't need gloves or anything it was just i was boiling yeah yeah so. well fortunately you probably don't have to pull anybody if you're cross-country skiing you can just take yourself that is true that's a very good point yeah i never considered that yeah they're right so it might be very different than your experience of pulling them on the sled yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what i'm doing now is this if i make some kind of awkward movement which i'm doing right now it's because two days after i did that i fell on the ice like a fool and do you know when you do something extraordinarily painful but at the same time you have to recognize that it probably looked really funny it was it was one of those moments where i was walking okay. and then all of a sudden i was just on my back i, I remember no time in between yeah mm -hmm. so i was lying yeah. on my back it really hurt i couldn't breathe because all the air got knocked out of me and i just all i could think to myself was two things i'm holding some paper there's some paper that i bought from my daughter for her presentation i can't get wet so i put it on my body and also like if anyone saw that they must be like trying not to laugh because they recognize how much it actually hurts but no no one saw luckily well you know what? All I heard from that was good dad. That's that's the message <laughs> I got from that. But you were just focusing on the papers. Oh so. my lord, it was ridiculous. Anyway. Excellent dad move there. Oh, thank you very much. I'll, t I'll take those points. Oh, yeah. yeah. We all Any need them when we can find them, right? I'll I'll try my best at some point to bring this back to data and power BI. I know I ramble and we go on too much. I know, that's right? That's all fine. Isn't it? Right. We, we can get we can talk about Christmas and cake and sweets and all that kind of stuff. How about this? To to do it in a in a slightly more natural way, we can talk about your LinkedIn post today about Taylor Swift and, and Taylor Swift data. That was pretty cool. I like that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That was super fun. Um I was just having a conversation with my boss right before this about you know okay next year's coming up how how do you see your role changing what mm. do you enjoy what don't you enjoy cool so i was thinking hard about you know what have i really enjoyed and that came out of a, a work project with a customer who was very had a very specific need you know they said we need a uh radar chart and it's got to be small multiples and mm. and it's got to be in power bi yeah and i thought oh no yeah. because i don't think any of the custom visuals have that but i'm gonna find a way <laughs> <laughs> at first 
at first Shannon said Deneb and I thought oh I'm scared of Deneb I know everybody loves it yeah. but I haven't really you know gotten there yet so I did find a sample that mm -hmm. somebody did with that exact use case and I looked through the code and my eyes just started crossing mm -hmm. and I was like yeah okay that would be great mm -hmm. um but I do have my trusty old friend SPG so let me try it with that and nice. then I thought okay I'm sure I can't be the only person with this need, right? Mm. So yeah, that's what that's what made me do it. And then I needed a data set, a sample data set that had multiple metrics, and boom, Taylor Swift songs popped right up. Love so it. it worked out perfectly. It all yeah. came together then, perfectly for you. What's that? It all came together perfectly. Those moments, everything that you needed was right oh. there. Yeah. I know because I always find that the hardest part of coming up with something to write about or present is finding a data set. It's horrible. Yeah. I have wasted so many hours trying to find a great data set. So that was really nice. Have you tried to use um, any sort of GPT or AI program to come with a data set yet? Because yes. I wonder, yes. could you actually ask it to, to provide you a Taylor Swift data set? Could it pull that data and compile it for you? Or does it Ooh. not could it? I, wonder I bet it, it could. I think it could. And I bet could. Shannon's going to write in the chat because she's definitely done this before. She has. Yeah. Definitely so, created data sets with ChatGPT, yeah. Yeah, because because you're right. That is a complete pain. Is to come. Mm -hmm. I I at one point. Um, yes, you can. I at one point um, used Power Query to just create completely random numbers, but it's not great at it. The randomization of the numbers, it's not great. And at one point, they all disappeared because for whatever reason, it started to to very very just brought me very very low values. Um, and also, yes, uh, when Hopkins did this, right? And awesome. Years ago, there you go, all could together perfectly, so we can't do that. Um, he but, even got you to post his note here without having to say, I agree with you, Ben. Also, it's, it's not necessary, it's, it's just more likely to happen, oh. you know. Okay. <laughs> it, it, if it's helpful, I'll still do it. <laughs> okay, now that I understand the algorithm yeah. here, yeah, <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, what was the saying? I can't remember. Yes, and Power Query for a randomized, and it was rubbish. Yeah. It just didn't work at all. So actually, knowing that, it's not going to make life a lot easier. Um, but yes, having the, the the Taylor Swift data set was was quite. Cool. Are you a Taylor Swift fan in general? I'm I have curious. a thirteen year old daughter, so it's hard not to be at this point. Um, I get it. I get yeah, it. and this did score me some points with her, so that's cool. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you hear the songs over and over enough. You know, in fact, I noticed when I, when I did the LinkedIn post, I never know what to write on a LinkedIn post. So, you know, I mm. just wrote, who loves math? Me. Mm. And whatever, the other thing I wrote, me. And then I was like, isn't that a Taylor Swift song? So I was like, yes. Very impressive. You, I, I forget what the song is, but it, it has, you know, me in big, bold letters. So I was like, did that just like, is that subconscious that that's yeah. how I wrote my LinkedIn post? It was not intentional. Now, but now well, I'm singing. I, guess I must be. Yeah, I'm. I'm singing that song in my head now. I'm trying to suppress any sort of words coming out of my mouth. Oh, you know the song that I'm even thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't. Okay, go for it. Sing it. Let's hear it. I can't, I can't sing it. Can I go? It's, isn't it the one I go? <laughs> I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna do it. But she's she's singing with that other guy from that band, and it's like I'm the only one. Yeah. With, I'm the only, the only one of me, and you're the only one of you. Oh, yeah, I'm the only one of me. Fun. Maybe that's the fun of me. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, that's the right. one I was thinking. At, at first, yeah. I thought at first I thought you were referencing, um, was it something like "Hi" or "I'm the problem, it's me." Oh, that could be too. In but fact, I, I just sang that song to my husband today. Yeah. All right. It's, I, it's, we don't have to go into that. No. no why was no. I singing that? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's one that comes up every now and then. There's there's a moment where you can just sing it. It's like, yeah, this makes sense. It's, it's yeah. For me, usually it's when I'm writing Dax and it doesn't work. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm the problem. Mm -hmm. It's me. This mm -hmm. is it's not Dax. Mm -hmm. it's, it's me right here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it comes in handy so frequently. Maybe actually when she wrote that song, she was actually writing Dax. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. But really, is Dax, am I always the problem with Dax? Or maybe Dax? I don't know. Dax could be the maybe problem. Dax has some problems. It has got some problems for sure. I mean, that's it does, the thing. It does. If Dax is one entity, right? If Dax is one thing, and us as Power BI users, there's thousands of us, millions of us. And if we're having the same problems, technically it has to be Dax as the problem, right? Because oh, right. 
that's the common thread there. Right? Yeah. It's not us. Yeah. So if like 10,000 people were saying to me, oh, Ben, you have this problem, I'd be like, no, I don't. I would be the, I would be like, people are Benny so arrogant. Clearly you do. Everyone's saying this. So I think that's. I think Sandeep just agreed with you. So it's, yeah, the exactly. algorithm Love it, means Dave. it's time to put it into. Yeah. Definitely. Exactly. There we go. It is always Dax. Thank you, Sandy. <laughs> I look, mm -hmm. And now we're getting danger. If Dax gets too hard, just add a calculated column. <laughs> we're getting a dangerous territory. Hang on. Now. Hang on. <laughs> should, we, should, should we go down that road? How do you feel about calculated column? Use them or do you not care? Let's let's start that conversation. I, really? Are, we're going to get into a, a... I always want to say confrontational. That's not the right word. Um, I'm blanking. But that's not the word I'm looking for. But um, no, really. But you're just going to stir up some trouble with that conversation right I, here. I, I like to... I, <laughs> I like to say I like to say I don't so much sit on the fence, but I sit on the fence, but with 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 my legs on one firmly side of that fence. In that, okay. I, I don't I, I don't like calculated columns. I think you shouldn't use them, but I think it's ludicrous to say you should never ever use them in the history of anything ever. Like the rule should the rule should be don't use them. Like I've created probably like in in how many years have we using Power BI? I've probably created like six ever, uh -huh. and I didn't like having well, to do you know, so. I'm firmly on the other side. I just create them all the time as much as possible. Whenever there's them. an opportunity, do it. it's just one calculated column like after it. another. Just pile them on. That's do. I, I like false. that. I, re I respect that so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not true. Okay, I, I do try That's to avoid cool. them. There you see. See, it's not this. It's not, see, it's not. It's only controversial when you make it like the That's thing. That's what I was looking for. Controversial, not confrontational. Thank ah, you. Controversial. Okay. Let's see, we got there and yet together. We, we we made it. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. But one second, and if, it, if people are going to bring this up, auto daytime can't be controversial. You got to switch that off, right? Is that controversial? I thought I thought that was just like oh, a fact. You switch it off. You leave that on all the time too. <laughs> all five credit columns, all auto daytime, all the time. <laughs> oh God, I hate it so okay. much. Drives me crazy. I'm never going to get invited back. Um, you are. Okay. No. No. Also, it's, I turn them off. Okay? There you go. See, yeah. this is this, this standard is practice. I like if people are just going to throw things at us and we can just give our controversial or non-controversial opinion to these things. Like, I don't um, think the auto date time is controversial. I hope I not like because we're all in agreement on that, aren't we? I hope so because I just stated like fact everywhere. <laughs> Documentation, I'm like off. <laughs> Trading's yeah, off. Yeah. Off. So, just turn that off. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. anyway. uh, what I wanted to say before when you were talking about um, <laughs> just like one big table will do. This <laughs> Mm -hmm. um troublemaker svgs you said use svgs which yeah. i find really interesting because i was using svgs before or at least trying to because uh, i'm not very good at them and um when i first started using deneb it was very um charticulated or deneb which one should you use and of course the answer was it's good that we have both it doesn't matter what it use whichever one suits you and charticulated is all but, all but gone essentially and SVGs there now, and people use SVGs, and I can't use them. I try. I'm just, I just there's something I can't wrap my my brain around. Um, I think I'm the sort of person if I look at something, let's not say can't. Yeah, that's fair enough. Ref don't put in the effort. Yeah, I don't put in the effort to learn how to do it properly. Fair. Yeah, fair. Because mm -hmm. I have this this way my brain works in this way. If I look at something and I don't quite immediately understand the structure of it. I find it really hard to get into it, you know? Whereas with yeah. Vega, with Vega Light, I just saw it and I was just kind of like, yeah, okay, I get that. That makes sense to me. But with SVG, you I get different none of that. style brains. Yeah, yeah, sure. right. Yeah, yeah, I saw the Deneb and I was like, oh, this is going to take me a long time to figure out. You might have been looking at Vega rather than Vega Light because I think you need to use Vega if you're going to do a, oh, um, yeah? a spider diagram. And uh, Vega, okay. uh, Vega's a lot harder. In my okay. Opinion. Okay. Good. That makes me feel a little better. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was speaking to David Batchy a few weeks ago, and he oh, just... he's the one who did it. He's the one who did the um yeah the sample that I tried to copy that I thought nope. Mm -mm. Did he find it on Stack Overflow or something? He's like yeah, he had it on LinkedIn. Uh, oh, okay, That's fair enough. I found it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, he's he's everywhere. Like he's like the number one common um, like problem solver for Vega and Vega Light. Uh, um, okay. 
So probably on a daily basis, I'm copying something from his like answers on, on Stack Overflow. Good so. to know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So when I do uh, finally venture into that world, I know where to look. Sorry. I just got this before vaguely light. Um, it does <laughs> It does sound like I'm saying vaguely light, especially as I have a tendency to speak quite quickly. Um, and now that's light. what we'll call it from now on. <laughs> it's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but there are loads of resources to learn stuff like SVG. I know this. I just, mm -hmm. yeah, you know. And in my post, I tried to make it real clear. So you know, if you if you do want to want to give it a try, I do. Although the it yeah. it was big ugly DAX for the final product, but yeah. you can you can get there with smaller things. Yeah, oh. fair enough. So yeah, yeah I, I found it really fun because I had to remember geometry for it. Not remember, oh. get a refresher. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you have to find the xy coordinates of a location on a circle true right okay i understand that's right, a lot so that's where the uh, yeah. yeah you got to sign and cosine remember that stuff i can remember absolutely sucking at it in school i know i know absolutely yeah oh and i was even a math major in college and i really? still didn't remember and had yep that's really interesting i, I had love to look that, that up Mm -hmm. I I wonder. I mean, this could be complete coincidence. As I was just thinking before, like an hour ago, I I often have to sit back and um, laugh at how bad my math actually is. Like I, eh, you math major and you I'm bad, right? And still, and I think yet it, still. I'll, I'll put it in the context of when I say bad maths is that <laughs> I sometimes when I say sometimes I mean always, of course, have to. Google, this is embarrassing, I shouldn't say I'll probably get fired. Google, because I, I just, I forget the calculation to work out a percentage total. I forget this stuff. It's so embarrassing because it, it's like, it's no. so, it's like I have to do it so often, but my brain just can't retain this information. Like what is wrong with me? Well, and there are multiple ways. So, you know, Fair it's enough. confusing, right? Yeah. Mm. It is. I, I, I like it when people give me like reasons and excuses and outs, basically. Yeah, I'll kill. I did. And, and I think you do have valid ones. You're just fine. No shame here. <laughs> See, there you go. Look at it three times. Very good. And Ant Anthony's just showing off, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, did I it? did too. Yeah, right? it's true. So, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You're, you, but you're allowed to show off. You're, you're here. That's what you're here for. Showing off and okay, just like chat. Oh, really? Is so that good. the point? Is showing off? Showing oh, off, chat. It's, it's whatever you want to use it for, to be honest. You know, it's it, it's your it's right. your time to just publish publicize yourself you and whatever. Tell me you that. Want. Yeah. <laughs> right. You, you could have preferred like like a presentation or something. Oh, I should have prepared something. Everybody loves slides. Oh, that's true. This is. I like this point. Everyone likes slides. When you do public speaking. Or when you do a presentation, mm -hmm. you use you use slides, right? Yes. To an, to an extent. True. To an extent. When I when I do talks, whether it's online, I mean, I've only ever done one in person, to be fair. But um, when I create slides, I always create the slides for myself, as in just things for for me to know what I want to say, and I include mm -hmm. the occasional link. So I'll show some information. And I'll have a link in the slide, like a jump point to if it's Deneb, like the, the documentation or some examples, um, or just remind, to remind myself to go to Power BI desktop or whatever. And then, but all the times they'll say, can you please send us a slide so we can share share them? Right. And I always feel really bad. Feel like they're that useful, right? Yeah. You're like I didn't put everything you need to know in here. Yeah. So, so my question, am I doing slides wrong? Should, should I like put more information in or like, is it like an, is there a general expectation that the slides should be good enough that people, they can be shared and people are like, oh yeah, this is a good presentation. I don't get it. That's a great question. And I'm the wrong person to answer it because I'm terrible at slides, but I love what you said and I'm going to kind of file that away. And I think to add on to what you just said about you know, you always think about what you need for your presentation. Mm. Maybe we should think about them like, okay, the the attendees are going to want a copy of this and what's going to be useful for them. Maybe that yeah. would be a good way to approach it. Um, Maybe it no, I'm terrible with them. Yeah. Okay. But for, I'm fortunate that I generally have a co-presenter, co-data witch buddy who's very good at them. 
So ah, okay. She generally puts that together and I get to get out of it. Nice. I like it. Yeah. So I would say find yourself a co-presenter buddy to do that for you. <laughs> Slight person. <laughs> that would be my advice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like a, a second a second deck that contained, but then I I would never do that. It's I feel too I'm, much work. I'm too lazy. I wouldn't. Mm, same. Oh. Mm -hmm. So I just, I just accidentally poked my dog in the eye. <laughs> She's okay. I was I wasn't sure if it was dog or a back spasm. Ah, no, no, just just dog on this occasion. Um, should slides be self-explanatory? I guess. Yeah. would be nice, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, that. Shannon does all the hard work. That's correct. <laughs> but you can stand, you can stand and get and get the glory for, for for both the team, right? I mean, it's just it's a the glory is is, is a shared effort, right? In fact, this is like a Cyrano situation right here. I've actually got her in my other ear telling me what to say. So you're not even talking to me; you're actually talking to Shannon. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Shannon just said that in your ear as well, just to, to share it with the world. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I didn't even mean to say it. Yeah, thanks, Shannon. Ama Shut up. <laughs> Amazing teamwork. Wow. Right. Maybe not even an ear, because of the witchcraft, not even with an earpiece, just, just talking and you kind of meld it between the both right. of you. That, that, that's the next step. Right. That's next level stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. We're not here to talk about Shannon. Shannon, go away. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In the nice, in the nicest possible way, of course, right? Um, what's your like? So, what does your daily like work entail with with data and what have you? Is it is it very variable? Like one one day doing this thing, the next something completely different. Or? Yeah, and it's super new for me. Um, I've I've now had a variety of roles, and this one that I'm in now is something I've never done before. Working at a partner, you know, as mm. a consultant. This is all all totally new to me. Mm. Um, but the timing was good because I joined right as Fabric went into public preview. Uh, okay. And so a lot of what we're doing is Fabric. And so my day to day is um, lots and lots of Fabric presentations wow. um, and demos. Um, I call it the Fabric Pony Show because I just feel like I'm trotting it out every you know, showing off how beautiful it is yeah. over and over. Yeah. Um, which um, which has actually been really fun. I've yeah. learned a lot uh, that I think I would not have in the role I was in prior to that because I was more internal. I wasn't mm. working with customers. I was just you know working on the project I was on. Um, so with this, I've gotten a exposure to you know everything fabric. Hmm. which has been it's pretty cool because I come from a Power BI background. So yeah. it's it's a lot to learn. Um, so there's a lot of that. And then, you know, customers get excited about it because it is pretty cool. Hmm. And so then POCs. So then I get the chance to do hmm. a little bit of getting my hands dirty and getting in there working on the POCs. Cool. Um, yeah. So that's been, that's been what I've been doing a lot of at this role. Um, and then just learning all how this works at a partner. Yeah, um, I like it. Good question, by the way. What's, yeah. your, what's your favorite part of Fabric? I mean, there's so much. There's so much. <laughs> it's so great. And I know the first right answer is Copilot. That's what everybody's so excited about. Um, but coming from a Power BI background, mm. not a data engineering background, I'm sure there's tons that a different persona might say about favorite part of Fabric. But um, I really love Direct Lake mode and yeah. Fabric. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I really like not having to do come up with incremental refresh and custom mm. partitions and any of that stuff anymore so that I can handle refreshes. Um, yeah. So direct lake is pretty sweet. Yeah, well, and cool. then beyond that, just being able to do more with the data that lands in the lake house mm. with direct lake mode. So now I can query it with SQL if I want or learn Python and um, yeah. have lots of fun with semantic link. That's pretty sweet too. I, I like that a lot. Yeah, so that was multiple things. That was, um, yeah, that's allowed. You can just your, your yeah. favorite your favorite one thing is like five five or six things, but that's fair. It's, it, yeah, it, it, is, it is a lot. It's a lot, yeah. um, but I think for me the direct lake mode is like my the gateway drug to fabric. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it just lets you kind of oh, what else can I do? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, is it? I mean. I'm still very much in the Power BI space. Obviously, I, I've 
tinkered with, with Fabric a little bit. I've played around with it. I stopped mainly because I've said this a few times, but I will repeat myself that I found that because it was all new to me, a lot of the things I was doing, I was learning and Fabric when back when I was trying was, was public preview. Um, I know it's GA now, but still there are things that are not working hundred um, percent. I was never sure if it was me that was making the mistake or there was an issue with the process itself. And when wow. you're learning something from zero, it's really frustrating. Frustrating is the wrong word. It's just probably not the best time to learn something. Um, Cause I don't come from, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And then this brings us back to T Swift and it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me is what I always assume. See, so I mean, instead of me thinking, Oh, this might be a bug or yeah. a problem with the product. It's me. Yeah. The problem. Yeah. Which isn't always true. It turns out something you don't know when you don't that. And that's a hard part. It's like, I, I just yeah. generally, it's like, should I try and do this for another hour? Or should I just say maybe it's a bug in the tool or like which blogs do I have to read? And I felt that because, as you said, it is a lot and everyone knows fabrics a lot. I felt I was trying to, I was having to learn a few skill sets simultaneously, you know, to kind of get yeah, all the stuff for right. Sure. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I There's lots of blog posts about it, like the, the fabric itself and also how overwhelming everything is. I just think it's it, a very, like most things, to be fair, it's a very difficult thing to, to learn if you don't have to learn it, if you're not in a situation where you have a specific use case. Okay, we're, we're now going to start using Fabric and we need to get everything in whatever, one leg, or we have to do this. Unless you need to do that thing, it's hard to actually have the time to sit down and actually use it and do it. Next yeah. Sense? Uh, oh, 100%. And I think that, you know, again, I don't think I would be learning all this if I wasn't in the role that I'm in right now. So I'm yeah. pretty happy about that yeah, because it's sense. forced me to learn a lot about that. And then you were saying blogs. I saw Sandeep here. His blog is one of my favorites True. for fabric. So read all that because yeah. um, I use it all the time. Thank you, Sandeep. You have really taught me a lot. Yeah, it's very good. Good point. Well, mm -hmm. if I had the link, I would share the link right now, but I'm very bad at talking and and typing. I think it's yeah. it fabric guru. Is that what it is? Fabric. Like I can't remember what it is, but just it's the best. Fabric um, guru. We can find it, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure. Maybe I just made that up. But anyway, it's Sandeep great. Sandeep can correct That's us. That's where you can learn. Yeah, Sandeep, go ahead and correct us. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I feel the same. Um, I don't think if you're not if you're not working on a on a project, then you're not necessarily going to learn the ins and outs of it. Um, mm. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Fabric Dakuru. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the one. Nice. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, the, the thing that I'd, I've learned most in the past couple of years was, of course, Denner, because I didn't know it, then I learned it. And I for that, it was kind of... Why easy. did you learn it? This is why a good point. Because I tried to remind myself as to why. I mean, I saw a blog post by by Kerry, Colosco, obviously, and um, I found it interesting. I guess, and that's a weird thing, actually, because I always say I needed a use case. I think with the visualization side, it was easier because obviously on a daily basis, I'm creating data visuals, right? Like I was back then, I was building reports very frequently, less so now. Um, and with Power BI, you know, when you're creating visuals or when you when you report building, you do, the more you learn it, the kind of the more you're hitting these restrictions all the time. And I just wanted to kind of lose those restrictions. And I just I had an idea of, okay, I want to build this visual. And it was a very basic thing. And I, I think, as I said before, for me, once I started looking at it, though it was a, compared to what I know now, of course, and then there's a huge difference, but the, the basic building blocks kind of just were quite straightforward to me, you know, for Vega Light. I, I always maintain that the Vega Light is not complex. I mean, it's, it's JSON syntax, which I, read often working with APIs and stuff. Um, and just, I guess I wanted to create more interesting visualizations. I was like, oh, I'll try that. And because I could do it on a daily basis when I was creating a report, I could always like try and do bits and pieces. It wasn't, the barrier wasn't difficult because I didn't have to like, or put like two hours aside for non-work related stuff for like non-report stuff. So that made it easier. Whereas with Fabric, it would be, 
quite different from what my daily responsibilities are, especially if you work for a company who don't use it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to decide if I should encourage you to just, you know, get a little F2 capacity and try out directly. I am. I'm going to, like, for sure, especially because the, the other thing that I was scared of was the fact that <laughs> I was terrified of leaving something switched on and getting, like, a 1,000 euro bill at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, but they released this fixed pricing, and it's quite low. Like, F2 capacity, like, per month is pretty low. Like, I mean, it's not, like, yeah. it's, it's not cheap, don't get me wrong, but probably enough where you could justify spending the money on it so you can learn it, you know? If you accidentally forget to turn it off. If yeah, that's the thing, if I accidentally turn it off, yeah. then I'm scared. But <laughs> yeah. if, if yeah. I think, I think it was F2, like fixed price was like, was like 140 bucks a month. Yeah. Yeah. Which is all right. Right. I mean, yeah. it's not great. Yeah. Don't love to waste that, but you don't, you don't. It, it wouldn't be like, yeah, $10,000 or something. Exactly. And um, yeah, if it helps me kind of get into it and learn, I can put the time aside. I'll definitely do it. I think it's it'll get to the point where you kind of have to because you're going to be seen as like a a bit of an incomplete person in that space unless you don't know the the, the basics of it, you know? Um, yeah. Not there yet for sure, but I think it will be it'll be somewhat expected in a maybe a year or so. I think. Oh. Oh, Sandeep, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Um, yes, yes, I agree. And from everything I've been doing, working on it, I do definitely feel like that's that's the way to go just because it opens up mm. a lot more options with Power BI, in my yeah. opinion. And I, I think I also like, the, you see, the, there are certain things where I look at it and say, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense for many companies to start using it, like, sooner rather than later the one thing that surprised me was the fact that it came to um uh, was on it's generally available now right i mm-hmm. thought it would take longer to get the ga i gotta say i thought it would be mm-hmm. like maybe mid next year or something or i know it's, it's quite fast yeah we were all wondering like okay when they're gonna announce it it's not gonna be all of it right like it, maybe they'll just like have a few bits and pieces go ga but no it all went ga i mean there's still a lot of stuff in private previews i think but um okay fair enough so yeah but i think of the bulk of it's there and it's, it's pretty cool yeah oh there's a lot right now there's a lot to learn and i have to like so i was like calm down i just feel like i don't feel like it has to be that intimidating i feel like you okay. can just take a lot of what you've done with power bi and try it out with fabric and then you'll get some fun aha moments of oh i can do this now which i couldn't do before that's pretty that's cool yeah it doesn't have to be, you know, the whole shebang. You don't okay. have to like get into the real time analytics and the. Yeah, you don't have true. to do any of that to be yeah. able to get the benefits from. Like size. Now I feel like I'm a salesperson for fabric. You're, you're doing a fantastic job, though. Really <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> if I can convince you to just give it a try, you know, Dataflow's Gen Two. Those are pretty cool too. You know what I like about that? Tell me. You can append. You don't have to just overwrite. So you okay. know, like. A, Right, so that's yeah, kind of cool. So if you're just, all, all you're doing is adding data, and you don't need to, um, mm. you know, update old data, mm. then there's a super simple interface for that with the nice. data flow gen too. Very cool. Yeah. Very right. Cool. So I'm just dropping in a few yeah, little nuggets yeah, here yeah. for you to for you to enjoy. To be honest, right now what I've gone on like at work, I'm just moving stuff from from Pro to PPU. So this is uh, this is what is currently my yeah. my thing. And I, honestly, this is what I find bizarre is that as long as I work with, with with Power BI, I've never worked with a company who's used premium on any capacity whatsoever. I've always been only working with Pro, you know? Even when only I work Pro. Even when Not I work for PPU. No. No, I've had a PPU license. I have my own PPU license because I want to test it so we could do and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when I work for, I worked for like a, a company called BASF years ago and they're a huge company, but they were when I was working with them, only working with Pro as well, which was bizarre to me. Last company, only Pro. Um, and wow. this is the first company where I've seen, it's the size and I looked at it and said, you know what, you, it should be at least PPU. Because my, 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 my plan was to suggest that they use premium, but they, they compromised with PPU. I was like, I'll take it. 
This is fine. I'll take okay. it. Okay. I mean, you might have to add the F SKUs into your rotation here because I'm doing, so I also did this fabric or I did the Power BI pricing calculator. That's another little tool that I made. And I'm in the process of updating it for Fabulator. Fabulator. Mm. Oh my gosh. I like that name though. This is the Fabulator. <laughs> that's very <Okay>, good. So, <laughs> I'm going to, okay, that's mine. Anybody here? Fabulator is mine. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'm starting to wonder, like, what is the future of PPU? Because there, I think there's going to be far fewer uh, yeah. cases where it makes sense to get PPU. Yeah. Because you know how, like, the number, you have, I forget what the exact number is, when you should switch over from mm. pro to premium or PPU, the number of licenses, you know? Yeah, yeah. But now the FSQs, they really complicate it even more because you, it's a much lower number of uh, PPU licenses that you would need to have it make sense. But don't worry. It okay, will no. all be in the fabulator. <laughs> the fabulator. <laughs> Once we get into Power BI um, or just general Microsoft licensing levels, it'll get so complex for me. It's like, what? So this is why we again need the fabulator, I suppose. Exactulator. Uh, exactly. The fabulator. <laughs> I'm quite sure that a few years ago, if you went on the Microsoft website, there was actually a way where you would ask you questions like how many people you had and, and it would bring you a price but then it just got replaced with let us know and we'll contact you for a pricing solution or something <laughs> and i hate that i so don't remember much. ever seeing that yeah so i definitely used it magic... I, I definitely used it? it i dreamed that was also a possibility as well yeah look <laughs> we have we have more support for the for the for the fabulator by the way i like it my... yes very cool that's it. <laughs> Keep me to show. The um the thing with the also this when you get on a website or any tools like I used I was um I think Tableau was the, the frustrating example. I think also ClickDo as well. Like I was like I'm gonna just have a look at Tableau and maybe I could just like buy a license or something or what a click do the same so I can like learn how to use it. But it really frustrates me when you go to these websites and they're like. Phyllis, uh, let us know your information and we'll contact you for a quote. I'm like, no, I don't want that. I just want to download it and no. use it and give you money. That's that. That's fine for me. And I remember I, I kind of fill in the form and I, and I was like, whatever. And then about a month later, I got a call from someone from, from um, I'm talking about Tableau. And it was such a sales pitch. It was like, tell us about your company and what you're acquiring. I was like, no, I just want it for myself. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And it, I got I really I had to say at the end and uh, towards the end, I had to stop the console. Look, I'm not going to buy it. No one from my company is going to buy it. I'm sorry, but I just want it for myself. And I don't understand my company still do that. This like barrier to give them some, some, some of your money. Yeah. Very and true. to get your name on the list to keep yeah. calling you. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Totally agreed. If I can't just click something and have it. I'm yeah. probably not going to do it. In fact, that reminds me, and Anthony's the message here about nonprofits. I think that's how I got into Power BI in the first place, which was that I was working at a nonprofit. I was doing all SSRS development. Okay. I wanted a better tool for visualization. I remember looking into Click um, at the time, and it seemed expensive. It seemed like a pain to try to, um, yeah, get a license. And it was nonprofit, so I had to do everything like on the super cheap. Hmm. Um, and that's when Power BI came into Freeview. Yeah. Remember, it was free for like ever. Like you could get a pro license for trial. I mean, yeah. it felt yeah. like it was forever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, this works for my nonprofit budget of zero dollars. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I think that's so. That's how I started using Power BI. Was actually um, makes sense because they made the trial experience so easy. But then I also remember when they announced okay, these pro licenses are not free anymore. Yeah. And then I had a panic attack and then I had to quit my job because I didn't, no, just kidding. I, didn't quit. <laughs> I did, I did figure it out. <laughs> we did get the nonprofit pricing and it, it worked out. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yes, I'm pleased it worked out in the end. But no, it's, it's, it must make sense. I want to use it. It's there. But also even, yeah. even without the license and for Power BI, you can just get desktop and, and play with it for free. Mm -hmm. it's, that's right. just they a, made it easy it's great yeah, it's, that's why we're all using it yeah that's why it's in the top right of the gartner magic quadrant i, I love it right i love the gartner magic quadrant so much because a lot of what we talk about with data visualization is to ensure that you know 
you understand what you're looking at. Like the mm -hmm. quadrant, but 99% mm -hmm. of people who look at the Gartner magic, magic quadrant and share it and say, oh, we're up there again, have no idea what's behind it. Like you have to read quite a lot of information mm -hmm. to understand the, why it's there, you know what I'm saying? It has these axes, right, like what are you actually measuring? Like how do you, how are you arriving at these numbers? Mm -hmm. Like, and nobody's going to actually read all that, right? No. Short no. attention span. Mm -hmm. LDR. Put it in a TikTok. Put it in a TikTok. The Gartner Magic TikTok? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And then we'll, we'll get, get it. And then we'll mm -hmm. get to it. Definitely. And then my kids will show me it. They'll, they'll, they'll find it before I will. They'll dance to it or something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stop commenting. I'm going to show my age, but how much, how little I know about TikTok. Same, same. No, no, but my kids are on it. I did see something though today that made me want to actually watch TikTok for the first time ever. I saw, I probably saw on Instagram, which is where I see most of TikTok is Instagram or Twitter. Actually, it was Twitter. It was, it's these two guys and they get bottles of, of whiskey and other liquor and stuff. They're empty bottles and they they fight them. They tie them to string and they release them to see which bottle smashes the other bottle and which is the strongest bottle. And it is ridiculously enjoyable to watch because they commentate on it and stuff. It's ludicrous. Really? And I'm like, that's, that's good content. I'll watch that, but nothing else. Mm. And now you can make content. That's And then you can sing because you like to sing Taylor Swift songs. I so you can that be your TikTok. You know me so well, me. Um, mm -hmm singing yeah <laughs> trust me bring it back all together yeah for sure and also again back to taylor swift because everything everything comes back to tay tay right as it should as i promise should. i promise to never say tay tay again right I'm, I'm definitely it doesn't sound right coming oh, up you definitely mouth. will you yeah. you certainly will say it yeah. again i'm sure hopefully in the next <laughs> five minutes <laughs> probably actually yeah that's my goal okay <laughs> um with the, with the thing about music and stuff, you mentioned like your kids listen to, to, to Taylor Swift. What I find really funny is when my kids would be like, listen to some song that was really popular in the 90s or the 80s and they'll, and on the radio and I'll start singing it. And they're like, oh, how do you know this song? I'm like, I don't know this song. It's like some, right? yeah, like, how is it possible know. that you know, you know this music? It's like, as I was singing it when yeah. I was very, very drunk in pubs when I was 19 years old, oh. that's why. Yeah. Did you, what was the movie, Dazed and Confused? Did you watch that? It rings a bell. a bell. It rings a bell, but I don't think I've seen it. It was like a Matthew McConaughey movie. I, they made it in the 90s. It was set in the 70s. So there were a lot of okay. bell bottoms. And then somebody just posted, I just saw something on one of those, hmm. Twitter or whatever, a picture of that. And somebody said, if this were made today, it would be a movie about like, set in 2010 or something like yeah, that yeah 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 and that was shocking because i do it remember watching that movie and it's... it did make me feel a thousand <laughs> yeah. do you know and it's also i think there's a similar thing like if if marty if, if back of the future was set now marty mcfly would go back to like 1999 or something like that yes. you know right like, like don't tell me thing. that that's upsetting uh -uh. i don't i don't need to it's know this information <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just thinking the same word as you said, upsetting. Agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. Can you put that in? No, I didn't. Write yeah, I, would, it. I, would, I said it. I'll, I'll make a I'll make a YouTube short out of it because there you go. You agree. Okay. Uh, I did. <laughs> I did. I should get some credit for that. You definitely should, for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, one of the what are you gonna do? It's just one of those things where kids are just because make you feel like. Oh, it's also when you when you sound like your parent as well. When you remember your parents say. There are weird things like so there are things that people say that i never understand like when my wife or anyone asks or says what's the weather like like outside i'm like why do you say outside like obviously the weather can only be outside like people always say what's the weather like what's the weather like outside redundant yeah or yeah. why do you ask that if you go to like see where you can watch a certain film on a stream if you type it into Google, where can I stream this film? It'll also say, it'll always say stream online. I'm like, where else am I going to stream the film? Or even right. people, and like, I'll, I'll check it online. Like, where are you going to go to the library? I'm not going to check it online. Just these, these mm -hmm. redundancies in words. There's a redundancy mm -hmm. in like the sentence that I say to my kids. And like, if they're really pissing me off and I've got to like tell them over and over again, 
And I'll say to them, look, this here. I'm not going to tell you again. I mean, clearly I am. It's complete, complete Clearly crap. I am. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, and I really hate it when I hear an empty threat come out of my mouth too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's. I'm gonna take your phone away for a week. Wait, do I really <laughs> want to do that? <laughs> it's like I need that to have as much as yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's also terrible. Oh, parenting. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. Good fun. Yeah. Oh, there's a question. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Any conferences? Any conferences coming up for you? So for, for, I don't know, actually, I don't have anything um, planned right now. There's the big fabric conference coming up in March in Vegas, which I would very much like to go to. I planned to go, but then I discovered it's the same week as my kids spring break. So now, I have to so now you're definitely going to go. <laughs> well, no, I'm like, do I take my kids to Vegas for their spring break? That was not on the family bucket list of trips. So torn on that one um i've never yeah. understood is 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 vegas terrible or fantastic i've never because when it's people are people from the us they all kind of seem like it's both like it's an amazing place which is also also terrible i think it is both i think okay. that is true okay. i think it depends it depends i think it's both and i think no. you can leave vegas and see some beautiful nature things okay so that would probably be on my list of you know not just being on the strip and being surrounded by puke on the ground and stuff oh. like that would be ideal yeah sounds great um, yeah so, so I'm, unclear unclear on whether i'll do that this is um, a good bookstore and atomic bomb testing museum. Is this a, this is okay. Vegas, I suppose? Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I think there's probably a lot of great things. My idea of hell also popped up. <laughs> so again, I think it's a both. It's okay. It's a both. both. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I've only, I've only ever been been to one place in the U.S. So I, I've I have little. Oh. Not, yeah, I've been once. Ever. Where was that? Uh, I was in Miami. Oh. Yeah. Good yeah. choice. Yeah, it was my friend's birthday. It wasn't really like my thing, to be honest. It's like it was very like people like posing on the beach and stuff. And I'm like, I want to make a sandcastle. And, um, and you want to be cold. You want to go in the snow. Basically, yeah, it was about. Actually, oh. she, my friend, she was working in a place um, north of Miami called like Jupiter, Jupiter Island or something. This is like really exclusive golf resort. Like all these rich people go. And she was working as like an intern there. <laughs> Um, so I went to stay with her there with like a couple of friends and then for her birthday, we drove down to Miami and, um, yeah, it was just, it, it was what it was. Not your thing. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think somebody said you should come. Yeah. Sandeep said you should come to the fabric conference. Yeah. I would love, you love fabric so much. I would love to go to the fabric conference. It would be amazing. I think it's not on the cards, unfortunately. Um, but I would, I'm going to a fabric conference in February in Oslo in, oh, you in Norway. Are. Oh, yeah, I heard about that one. That'd be great. I'm actually really amused by the situation because I thought to myself, like, I wanted to, I, I did my first ever in person talk like a month ago in, in, in Parma, and it was really, yeah, yeah, it was because everything I've done has always been online and stuff, so I went to that was really cool. Um, but I submitted a, a something to fabric february and and what i actually submitted was essentially this what we're doing right now i thought it could be really fun to do like a live like in-person version like just and i called it connect yeah. live connect live even more live it was just a really silly idea and i got accepted and i was like that's that's brilliant. awesome and really good fun. So I'll be going to do something similar with Mike Carlo, by the way. Me and Mike Carlo will be um, okay. doing. Okay. I just talked to him yesterday and he told me he was going. So now I've put it together. That makes sense. Yeah. Now I He's, get it. Very it cool. Very good fun. Um, but the, the, the brilliant thing about this is I get to go to this conference and enjoy all these amazing talks and, and learn about fabric. And uh, I have to prepare essentially nothing because it's great. There's no you don't slides. Need a slide deck for that. It's all, <laughs> awesome. It's all informal. It's all completely spontaneous. And it's just going to be me and Mike sitting there in front of a bunch of people having a conversation. And we're going to come up with some cool ideas to make it different. And I bet they have, have it in person and stuff. So, yeah, that's this is my next conference probably in February. That sounds like fun. So, so how about bits? Are you going to um, 
maybe I'll pro I'm, I'm gonna so I've been to two in-person conferences ever. I went to one in Denmark like last year. I went to the one I presented this year. I, I this year I really wanted to go to more, but I didn't get the chance to do so because I changed job and other stuff came up, um, family stuff, so I, I, I couldn't. But next year I want to, and I'm gonna try to go to like maybe like four or five conferences. So I'll have to see which ones and the timing. Um, SQL Bits would be cool. It's a big one. It looks really good fun. Um, it would be really cool to go the one to the one in Vegas, though, because it's Vegas, and it would just be nice yeah. to to sit on an airplane for a long time and sleep, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tra traveling with mm -hmm. no kids is, is is a beautiful thing. Oh yeah! Oh, it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's always amazing, right? When all you have to do is put a backpack on your shoulder and go. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's so cool. I love it. Well, I do hope that we will one day meet in person at a conference. That'd it be would fun. be. You, you could cry if come in Fabric February, you know, that would be cool as well. Go to Fabric February. That would be Fabric so Vegas. fun. There you go. Mm -hmm. there but yes, I'm sure at some point we shall see each other in, in person. And um, yeah, it would be cool. This was also very nice. Be great. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you so much for inviting yeah, me. This was fun. Absolutely. I really enjoyed it. And everyone who asked all the questions and all the comments in the chat always makes it much better as well. So thank you everyone for joining. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm back next week. I can never remember who because my memory is just pretty terrible. But I'm back next week. I think it's the last one before Christmas. I might do one on the on the twenty first, but it's cutting it a bit fine to be honest. Um, also, yes, um, have a lovely Christmas, Stephanie. Thank hope you. You, you a, too. A lovely time, and um, I hope we have lots of snow and good food. And you too. I wish you would get some so that you could go cross country skiing. Yes. Thank you so much. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Right. Thanks, Stephanie. Cheers. Thanks, bye -bye. everyone.